Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. And man, even though football season is a ways away, about 11 weeks before preseason games and all that kind of stuff, we got 49ers news. And we have 49ers football taking place very, very soon. In fact, the 49ers announced they have canceled the last three remaining days of OTAs, organized team activities, and they are moving up mandatory minicamp from June 7th through the 9th. So today I'm recording this the 6th, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're driving to work. Um, But for our live listeners, that's tomorrow. Um, And there's a lot to talk about. Uh, One, who shows up, who doesn't, right? Uh, We're already starting to find out which players are coming and which ones are not. Also, on top of that, uh, Trey Lance. We've got to talk about Trey Lance. We're going to be hearing from several of the 49ers coaches and players just on Trey Lance's progress through this entire, you know, OTAs and offseason and all those things. Um, So that's what we've got. We've got a lot of stuff going on. So first off, I just want to say thank you uh, to everybody that is joining us now. Uh, Let's talk about this mandatory, right? Uh, Mandatory. Everybody got to show up. You don't show up. You got to find you get fined. You find $90,000. Now, one player who was not expected to really do anything during practice, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. He got the doctor's note. He got the medical leave, got medical permission to miss minicamp for his rehab, which is very interesting. One, nobody's talked to Jimmy. And whenever I say nobody's talked to Jimmy, I mean nobody with the 49ers. No coaching staff. Uh, no front office, not even his, you know, close quote unquote player friends. George Kittle has not returned any of his texts. Jimmy Garoppolo, bottom of phone, has not returned his texts or calls. But theoretically, this is what Jimmy does every offseason that he literally just runs away and gets away from things. Um, you know, and again, as we keep hearing from Sh- Shanahan and from all the players. Sounds like there is zero communication. Even when the surgery took place days before they were able to trade him, 
49ers were blindsided was the term that was used um, from Shanahan and Lynch. They had no clue what was going on. Wasn't what they thought was going to take place. This is just a weird situation. So if we're just looking at the Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance movement, all those things that take place, this is even more evidence that they are moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. This is probably one of the first times that I've been in the camp of, mm, he might get released. I, I've been very adamant and staunchly opposed to that. But I don't know, man. The fact that they're basically saying, don't even come to minicamp, even as like a leadership issue or whatever, that's interesting. Now, Jimmy, he's a vet. He's been around for a while. And I understand he was not going to be throwing anyway, but usually you want these guys around the locker room, especially somebody that's a positive, you know, leadership standpoint as the quarterback. He's been a captain of this team before. They're saying stay away. They're saying don't come, which, again, I think trade is what everybody wants. I don't know. For the first time, I'm starting to kind of maybe release if they don't trade him before, you know, that 53-person cut down. That's it. Now, the question is, why? if they're going to release him, why not release him now? You don't get anything from it. You get nothing. If you release him now, Jimmy Garoppolo, or if you release him all the way up until that 53-man you know, roster set down, you don't save any extra money. So not an issue whatsoever. So it's going to take some time there. But here's what this means. Anybody that is on this team, they 100%, know that Trey Lance is the guy. He's the guy. Uh, there's no looking over your shoulder for Jimmy. There's no, hey, Jimmy, what do you think about this? There is none of those things. And so Trey Lance is the guy. Now, we're going to come back to Trey Lance talk. That's going to be the majority of this episode. Um, and again, we're going to let the players and coaches talk about what they've seen from Trey this offseason, and we'll kind of dissect those things. But uh, my good friend Coach Cruz here says, are we looking for a hold-in for Debo? All right, will Debo show up? That's a $90,000 question because if he doesn't show up, here's the Matt Barrows laid out the, the fines for this. The new CBA is very, very strict on player like teams. Again, the medical exemption for Jimmy Garoppolo has been granted. Jimmy's not getting fined. Debo doesn't have one of those. He's not injured. So I doubt they're going to release... You know, if he doesn't show up, he's going to get fined. I'm telling you that right now. So Matt Barrows detailed what those fines are. So if you miss day one, $15,980. You miss day two, it doubles $31,961. And day three is the big one, $47,936. Um, so yeah, several teacher salaries in there just to show up. Now, if Debo does show up, you know, it's it's been called a hold in. That'd be fine. He's not going to play. He's not going to practice. There's no doubt about that. But if he just showed up, that would be huge. One of the biggest first steps into the right direction, right? He followed back the media and all the social media and all that stuff, which is whatever. But that this would be huge. Um, so we're going to find out tomorrow. You know, Wayne's going to be on the show. We got our John Wayne show tomorrow. Um, I don't have the cool sound graphics that he has, uh, but that's going to be key. So Wayne and I will be here tomorrow talking about that. Now, the following Tuesday, he has his graduation ceremony for his his kids that he teaches. So this Tuesday, tomorrow, we will be live with the John Wayne Show. Next week, we're going to have to find a different day that we can throw it out there. Um, and, you know, this is another question that keeps coming about. 
from Bay Area Baller. He says, John, any chance we keep Jimmy on a restructured amount? Maybe $8 million as a backup. Um, not that much restructure. No way. So he's due 27. That's what he gets this year. 24 of that is not guaranteed. So if you released him or traded him, that $24 million cap space comes back. Now, why would Jimmy want to restructure? That's the question, right? Because if the options are, we're going to cut you, if he gets cut, he's guaranteed basically $7 million. But if he signs for another team, that would release the 49ers to that $7 million. Does that make sense? So let's say the 49ers cut him today. We would The 49ers would be on the hook for $7 million until he re-signs somewhere else. And then the 49ers, whatever he signs. So if he signed for $5 million somewhere else, the 49ers would have to pay $2 million. But what's ever left of that seven, right? So why would Jimmy Garoppolo restructure? Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. He doesn't want to be here. He's super rich already. I can't find a reason why he would want to restructure. For the 49ers, it makes sense. They can say, hey, we'll give you a no-trade clause this year, which would mean we're not going to send you to the Giants or whatever else. I just can't see it. I really can't. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so I I'm going to put that on a pretty low list if it will take place. I don't think it will. Um, I just don't see it. I would like it to take place. Ideally, what would happen is, hey, man, instead of the 27, let's bump it down to, you know, 19 million. And we're going to guarantee almost the full year. 
whatever, you know, we'll add in, you know, give us three teams you refuse to be traded to right now. And worst comes to worst, you know, you'll get that. That's about as far as I can see it going. But remember, and I, you know, I want to give credit where I heard this from. I think it was Mayoko where he was talking about how he wouldn't wish this on anybody going through what he went through last year. So I don't know, man. It's it's a weird situation because he's been such a great teammate. He's done so much for this franchise. You know, he's been rewarded handsomely financially. Uh, he's made a lot, a lot of money. And so that's great. But I don't know. It seems like this is, yeah, it's, it, it's done. This relationship's over. So I doubt, very highly doubt, a restructure. Even though it might be in the best interest of everybody, sometimes things just need to end. And so I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Big Papa definitely sounds like Jimmy's not coming back. Um, I would love to keep him as a backup. And, you know, this is one of the ones, Jorn, I am so like, I don't buy into this narrative. I understand some people put this out there that keeping Jimmy as a backup would undermine Trey in the locker room. I don't know, man. There's competition at every single position. I am much more into the old ball coach, Steve Spurrier, the old 49ers quarterback. Um, quarterback's just a position. I understand it's a different position, but I don't know. There, nobody talks about like you know Hufunga's leadership or whatever. If he's competing with you know other safeties or whatever, I just don't buy that. Um, nobody was, you know, with Ayuk with what he went through last year. Like he's still a leader of this team. So uh, this locker room is strong. Uh, what's up, Big Papa? Um, I think they could handle it. They're big boys. Now, will it cause some people to look, you know, oh, well, Jimmy, all this stuff. I like having that backup. What, what's the old Charlie Casserly, um, which he's a goofball in so many respects, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the most important position is your quarterback. The second most important position is your backup quarterback. Like, I, that's, I, I don't want Nate Sudfield as the 49ers backup quarterback for this season. I really, really don't. Um, that scares me. And yeah, I, a couple bad, you know, again, Jorn, a couple bad starts and the whispers would start. That's fine. I don't give a damn about whispers. I don't care about the press media. And I don't think Trey Lance does either. Like that's just your pick number three. There's going to be issues. There's no doubt about that. Now you could look at what happened with last year, Zach Wilson, Right, Zach Wilson, the number two pick, they had no competition behind him. Mike White, I think is who it was, steps in and has a bananas game, and those whispers happened anyway. So you don't, if you don't perform, I don't give a damn who's behind you, whether it's Sudfeld or freaking Colt McCoy, I don't care. Um, and yeah, Jordan says, you know, I get you, John, but quarterback is different. It is. I've been in teams that switch quarterbacks and. You set the precedent. I get it. I mean, some people are going to have issues, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, who was Mahomes' backup when Alex Smith got traded? I think it was Chase Daniels. Somebody might want to check me on that. Let's get the answer to that. Niner by nature. Great question. Who was Mahomes' backup when Alex Smith got traded to Washington? Uh, let's look that up. I think it was Daniels, uh, if I'm not Might have been Chad Henney or Daniels off the top of my head. Um, those are kind of the ones that come around. Now, other players not named Debo. Um, Trent Williams already announced he's coming. Nick Bosa, he's been in Florida. Now, his brother showed up for voluntary workout so it's not like he's training with his brother currently uh, my guess is nick bosa will show up 
But again, he hasn't been there, but I'm zero concerned. If Nick Bosa shows up or doesn't show up, don't give a damn. That dude is one of the hardest working people in the offseason. His body, you just look at it, literally his body. Uh, he's got to be ready to go. Not worried about that at all. Not worried about that at all. Now, before we jump into our players and um, coaches talking about Trey Lance and kind of what he's brought about, I do want to let everybody know we have finalized our deal with the Chicago trip. Um, again, you know, we've, we've been talking nonstop about everything we got going on for the 49ers rush road trip and our schedule week one, we're going to be in Chicago. That trip is almost completely done. We're throwing a tailgate where the giants are playing at Wrigley that weekend. We're going to be going to that one and we've got our hotel deal completely sewed up. And so, man, I cannot believe what Fanucci, the man that's helping me put all this together, was able to throw together. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Hotels are expensive right now. Traveling is expensive right now. We were able to get almost $100 off a night at the Marriott, one mile from Soldier Field. So if you want that, again, that's going to be exclusive for our VIP people that buy that package. Um, literally, it's 50 bucks. We do the whole weekend together, all those things. And it's basically an extra way to throw some money back to the podcast. We're going to save you several hundred dollars um, over the course of your trip. Um, and we're going to be organizing, you know, how to get to Wrigley, where we're partying before the, you know, Giants and Cubs game to, you know, I'm trying to put some jazz stuff in there in Chicago. I, I love going to jazz bars and things like that. We're going to be doing some Chicago pizza trips, dinner, and it's basically the whole itinerary and tailgate. It's going to be incredible. So if those are some things you want to do now, if you've already bought that, I want to say thank you. We're going to be emailing you individually, getting you all the details, where to book your hotel and all that stuff. So, again, you want to save some money, you're going to Chicago. It's worth it alone just to do that because, again, we're saving you so much money. You know, when you contact these hotels and you say, hey, we're bringing, you know, we need 35 plus rooms. And they're like, okay, well, if you book that many, we'll give you a couple free rooms. And we say, that's not what we're doing. We want cheaper rooms for everybody. And so we get those prices negotiated down that's what you know fanush is doing in the background um working really really hard on that stuff so uh anyway if you want to save some money that's what we're here for that's what we're doing again 49ers rush that's what it's going to be set up and again we're working through the season and a lot of these hotels take a while we get everything signed and you know we sign contracts and all that stuff guaranteeing we're gonna have so many people there but then it takes their like computer guy two weeks to generate a link for us to use so we're working through the season we've got stuff in mexico we're planning out we've got stuff in charlotte we've got stuff in atlanta we're working through the away game schedule every away game we're going to be at um so that's going to be there cotley says let me know when everything's set up for week eight versus the rams in la we're working through it man and so this is my last week of teaching this is it i got four more days baby uh, then it's full time. I can't believe my school's still going, but we finished Friday. Um, so anyway, uh, that that's that's where that is. Here we go. We got a question for Bill. Would you place a bet that Trey Lance has the lowest turnover rate in the NFL this year? I would not. I understand a big reason why I love Trey and why so many people love the evaluation of Trey is because he never turns the ball over. Literally went an entire season, won a championship without throwing one interception. Now, there were some turnover-worthy plays in there. Um, he did throw an intercept, two interceptions last year, and he's going to throw interceptions this year. Uh, so I would not bet that now. He's only 22. Maybe whenever he's 25, 26, 
that's a conversation that could be had. But he's a rookie with some questionable old line in front of him. So that's one of the things that's I, I wouldn't put that bet. A dark horse candidate for sure. And if he does, the 49ers are going to be playing a lot of playoff games. Um, a lot of playoff games. Now I'm with you, Jorn. I wish they would have got a better backup for Lance. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Um, I would be willing to trade a third for Gardner Minshew and get him in here. Uh, give me a six back and Gardner Minshew. I'd be so happy for that. I'm a big Gardner Minshew fan. I think he would fit perfectly as a backup, but, uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Oh, I love this night by nature. I place a bet on Trey Lance winning MVP, big money. If he wins more money has been placed on Trey Lance winning the MVP than any other player, um, according to Vegas, because the odds were so big, everybody jumped on it. Uh, now, it doesn't mean he's the most likely, and I don't think he is going to win the MVP, but I did put a small bet in there as well, um, just because why not? Uh, let's enhance the experience, baby, of 49ers. Now, let's go to the coaching staff. Let's listen to our defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, who's incredible talking about what Trey Lance has done for his defense. I think Trey has done a, he's done a great job. You know, it's, it's good to see him, you know, with his command and him running the offense and he's zipping it past us a lot. So it's, it's, he's making it tough on us. Uh, yeah, Trey has done a great job. It's good to see him just coming into his own role as a leader and being able to take control of the team. So, you know, we're fired up, uh, fired up for Trey and what he can do for us. You know, this is somebody that has to coach against Trey every single day in practice, right? And so the leadership, you like that he brought that up. Uh, you like that he, you know, talked about And a lot of this is going to be coach speak. We'll hear from some of the players. Coach has got to say certain things. But, man, you watch some of that practice film that came out last year. Whew. Uh, shout out to Javi, uh, Javier Vega, for getting that out. But, oh, man, Trey makes some throws. And I will say this, Jimmy Garoppolo, as great as he has been and as many wins in the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl appearance, all those things, Jimmy Garoppolo was a notorious, terrible practicer. He was bad. I don't think you'd say the same thing about Trey because, again, he makes some of those throws where he just zips it in there quick. Um, so that's one thing that I'm pretty damn excited about is it's going to look different because, again, if you just look at the target selection on the field where Jimmy would throw it in between the numbers about 15 yards or less. That was it. Didn't throw it deep at all. Trey doesn't do that. Trey's got a freaking cannon and Trey is going to be slinging it like crazy. Um, so I think that's a big deal. Now let's get to the players. This is Talanoa Funga, who, man, I can't talk enough about this kid. Our last episode, we went in detail on Huff, but here's him talking about Trey. That dude can, that dude can throw, sling the rock, I'll tell you that. So um, Trey has been a tremendous, I think, he, you know, just kind of his guidance between uh, his first year and his second year, just been being right next to him, you know, being a rookie with him was, was awesome. Getting able to see his insight as a quarterback, uh, kind of see what they see and what they're looking for, and what he can do on the field is just outstanding. And uh, you love to go against that kind of competition each and every day. So we're excited to have him, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just blessed to be on the same field as him. So That's awesome. Yeah, again, he can sling it, right? It's different going from Jimmy and the quick release, right? Quick timing, anticipation to freaking rocket launcher. Uh, <laughs> it's just different. And so whatever, you know, he's a rookie, 
or Hafunga was a rookie with Trey Lance, both of them coming in as rookies last year. We're going to see now another rookie, um, Aaron Banks, who I wouldn't mind talking some more about, who's been getting all the snaps with the first team at left guard. I have to wait till pads come on. Here is Aaron Banks, who was the second round choice, talking about working with Trey uh, because, again, they came in together as well. Um, Trey's great, man. I think super confident. He's a fun guy to be around. He knows what he's doing. Um, he does a great job of making sure everybody knows what's going on and what the situation is. And I um, love having Trey in the huddle. Yeah, so, you know, it kind of went through it pretty quick. And I do think, you know, real quick, let's jump off on some Aaron Banks discussion. There, whenever the 49ers send somebody to the podium, they do it on purpose. They do it for a reason. And I, I think they're, they're doing everything they can to build up what's happening here with Banks. And he's that left guard spot is his finally. If he wants it, he's got to earn it. There's a lot of guys behind him. But it, they're clearly saying, this is your job. It's yours to keep it. And so I'm really, really hoping that he will uh, do exactly that. Um, yeah, and so so we'll have to wait and see there. Now, this one, uh, which, again, I could talk about this kid all day. Jeff Wilson Jr., um, who is the oldest in the running back room, which is crazy now, right? You got Elijah Mitchell. He's a rookie last year. You got Trey Sermon. He was a rookie last year. You got TDP. He's a rookie this year. You got Jamichael Hasty. He's an undrafted free agent rookie just two years ago. Like, it's a very, very young room. So the vet in the room is Jeff Wilson Jr., and he's one of my favorite personalities, man. He's incredible. So here's him talking about Lance and kind of what's changed this year from Trey Lance last year. Man, you can tell he's way more demanding, you know what I mean? Like, like he's always been demanding, don't get me wrong, but, you know, he could just tell that he's embracing the role, you know what I mean? And, and you can see it, he's growing up, he's maturing at a, at a rapid pace, and, he's, and, he, and it's every day, it's not just since we came back to OTAs, he gets better every day with, with whatever he needs to do, and uh, he's been on top of his game. Is it mental and physical? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All this time—that's the—that's the nature of the game that we play. But uh, he, he won't have no problem with it. And he's just going to keep on learning from Kyle and his coach, and uh, and I'm thinking he's going to be a great player. Oh, oh, oh! I like it. More demanding, right? You know, j shout out to you know our conversation earlier with Jorn talking about you know having Jimmy there would cause some issues for Lance. That's why I think I think the precedent's been set. All of OTAs, all of this offseason, everybody's, hey, Trey's the guy now. Now you're going into mandatory minicamp. They told Jimmy stay away. It's set. It's set. Um, and the fact that he's more demanding, taking ownership of the offense, taking ownership of the playbook, taking ownership of the huddle, those are the things that are taking place. And again, if you've ever even listened to a press conference with Trey Lance or you know who he is or his dad is, incredible human being. Um, you know, one of the stories, and again, this goes back to, I believe it was May Mayoko's podcast. He did a small series on Trey Lance after he was drafted. And, you know, his dad said, you know, I'm never going to wake you up for practice in the morning. You know, you want to go get some extra work, whether it's batting cages, throwing routes, weightlifting, whatever, all throughout high school. You ever want to go? You got to wake me up. I ain't going to wake you up. You want it? You got to wake me up, and I'll take you every single time. And again, that was it. The dad never had to ask Trey. Trey woke him up every time. 
every single time. They didn't miss workouts. This is a very highly self-motivated, confident, healthy individual. And whenever I say healthy, there's toxic leadership, and then there's kind of humble, humility leadership, which just screams from Trey Lance. And you, you go back to the press conferences and the games that he played, blamed himself for mistakes, elevated everybody else. And so th there's just so much there. It, again, you go back to this whole idea. What will it take for a quarterback to fail, right? Let's play negative. What's up, Nick? Glad to see you. Oh, I see you flexing with no shirt on. Your Facebook profile. I see you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the idea is this, right? Why do quarterbacks or prospects in general fail? Why are they quote-unquote busts, all right? Some of them, lack of work ethic, right? Jamarcus Russell, whatever you want to do that. Some of them, lack of knowledge of the game. Vince Young, right? I mean, you, there's lots of different people you do. Some of them, off the field stuff. Johnny Manziel, um, shoot, I mean, you can, there's lots of people that fit in that category. Some of them just don't have the talent. They don't have the arm strength. They don't have whatever. Um, and then some of them just fall into bad positions where it's the goldfish theory. You're so you kind of grow into your surroundings. You're on a bad team. You've got bad weapons. You know, Daniel Jones, whether I don't know why they're failing, but you know, Daniel Jones kind of fits into that whole idea. Sam Darnold, whatever. Find Trey Lance doesn't have any of those issues. Work ethic, body, arm, knowledge, awareness, turnovers, leadership. Good kids, twenty-two. Kids, twenty-two. I don't know, man. And again, you can focus on those national media narratives that, like, oh, why don't they name Trey Lance starter? Those are people who do not take the time to go through these press clippings, to go through all the things that Juan Salas, the beautiful Juan Salas, brings to us, so that you can get the entire story, the entire true narrative. This team has been completely handed over to Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have said it repeatedly. I don't know. God, it, it's it's what it is. Anyway, now we do have a lot of stuff um, coming ahead. I don't know if you saw this. We are starting over on YouTube. We're detailed. This is a big, a big task, um, but I don't care. I'm excited. You know, it's my last week of school. It's time to push the chips in. We are doing 90 player profiles. There's 90 players on this roster. Actually, 91 because we have a roster exemption uh, with, Alfre uh, with uh, Gutierrez, uh, the offensive tackle for Mexico. But D Ford's on there. We didn't. D Ford was number 91. We're not talking about him. But all 90 player profiles. We're doing a video on each and every one of them. Um, so that's going to be over on YouTube. I've got a separate playlist where you can go through. We just put up our very first. Um, player profile over there we're doing all 90 which we have to get them done before um the first preseason game so that's nine a week videos it's not going to get in the way of the rest of our content it's just extra but man that's <laughs> that's nine a week you know it's a lot of work and i do want to say thanks to coach cruz and josh for helping us get this research done planning it all out um we're starting at 90 and working our way up to one um so yeah, that's that's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun. And you're and the whole idea is this. What is our job here at 49ers Rush? Because there's so many 49ers pods, and that's a good thing, not a bad thing. What is our job? What do we do? We want to educate and we want to enhance the fan experience of the team you love, the 49ers. 
And so we are trying to provide texture, context, and bring to life all of these players. That's the whole idea. And, you know, if you're looking at, how do I say this? You know, you start looking at this roster and the back-end guys that are everywhere. Like, how much do you know about Kader, Kader Holman? Uh, that was my number 90 player. Well, we went into where he went to high school, the different awards, how he walked on at Toledo, how he was a teammate with Samuel Womack at Toledo, what he's done with Green Bay, why he was traded from Green Bay. To, like, we are bringing these people to life so that as we go through minicamp, as we go through the preseason, as we go through training camp, you see this guy and you say, oh, yeah, I remember this. And so we're trying to bring all of these guys to light so that, one, again, we have the most educated listeners slash subscribers slash watchers wherever you get your content. And, two, you're whenever you watch those preseason games this year, you're going to know everybody. You're going to know everybody. So when you're watching with your son or your daughter or your wife or your friends, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, this guy? Yeah, I can tell you about this guy. And you're going to – and so – we're, we got you. That's what this is about. It's a lot of work, <laughs> and that's okay. But work's not a bad thing, but we're trying to create that here. So stay tuned for that on YouTube. They're going to start popping up like crazy. Once I'm done going live here, um, we've got I'm recording four more of those tonight. I'm going to get those scheduled to come out on YouTube uh, throughout the next week. So uh, we got to get 10 a weekend um, for nine straight weeks. Man, it's going to be fun, so hold me to that. Um, also do want to say uh, – here are some players, you know, I put this out on Twitter, that these are players people need to be talking about a lot more. Everybody wants to talk Debo and Bosa and Trent Williams, rightfully so, Kittle. We have so many great, we have five all-pro players. I mean, it's, it's nuts what the 49ers have built this roster. But there's a lot of players that are going to play a very pivotal kind of, you know, pendulum. It could go either way. And those players are, you know, these are some of the Darquez Denard. Can't talk enough about this guy. Just finished. I went back because he played 21 snaps for us. Week 18, that last game in the regular season against the Rams. He came in in the fourth quarter after we had a couple injuries. Um, he came in and played great. And so what I did, I just finished this. It's loaded on YouTube now, but I'm going to put this on Patreon as soon as this show concludes. I went back and watched every one of his snaps on all 22. Uh, and you see him. He went against Cooper Cup a lot. He got roasted by one. Uh, Stafford didn't look his way, thankfully. But, man, he played well. Darquez Denard's going to be the starting nickel corner for this team. He is right now, and he's probably going to keep that job. So we need to know everything we can. So I detailed, broke that down. That's going to be available on Patreon. If you haven't uh, yet, guys, it's time, man. You need to get over there on Patreon. You can just, uh, it's patreon.com slash 49ers podcast, or just search 49ers Patreon. It shows up. That's going to be up. I'm going to get that posted um, just as soon as the show's over. Jalen Moore, good Lord. He's going to be starting right guard or right tackle probably. And if he's not starting right tackle, Justin School is. Because I don't think McGlinchey's going to be ready week one. I hope he is. That'd be the best case scenario. But even if McGlinchey does come back, just Jalen Moore, I think he's going to be the right guard. I think he's taking those reps. We'll have to see what happens. Because, again, I think Daniel Brunskill gets slid into center. Um, if not, you keep Brunskill at right guard. Then you got Jake Brindle. That's somebody we got to talk about. Um, Talano Funga. I'm going to bring his name up all the freaking time. Um, and DFF, Demetrius Flanagan-Fouls. Because Aziz had not one but two surgeries. Two. 
um, this off season? Is he going to be ready? I don't know, man. I, I, I really don't know. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see two surgeries, knee and a shoulder. I believe that's rough. And so if that's the case, you're talking Oren Burks, who you just brought in this year, or you're talking DFF. That's a starter. That's a starter. So we, we got to figure out some stuff there. Uh, there. There's no doubt about, about the roster is good. It's a very, very good deep roster. But with today's salary cap, you can't have studs at every position. You've got to have some of these glue back-end roster guys that can step up and provide meaning snaps. So Darquez Denard, Jalen Moore, Justin School, Hufunga, DFF. These are guys that, you know, I, I think you, you gotta you got to figure out. Um, Niner by Nature says, John, do you keep Aziz or Greenlaw? I'm team Greenlaw, have been since day one. That's not going to change for me. If I was making that choice, it'd be Greenlaw. You got to wait and see what happens this year. Um, Aziz injuries, uh, who knows when he's going to be back. I hope it's sooner because when Aziz is out there, we have the best linebacking core in the NFL. But if you're asking me, uh, 100%, I'm going with a consistent player much more often. Aziz, splash player. Uh, positive and negatives, but played incredibly last year whenever he filled in for Fred Warner. And again, if you're asking me for a Mike backer, I'd prefer Aziz. But knowing I have Fred Warner long-term, I'd prefer Greenlaw next to him than Aziz. Not that that's a bad choice if you go the other way around. Um, it, yeah, it's, it, it's there's not a wrong choice here. Both are incredible. Both are incredible. But I think the situation will work itself out. Um, and so we'll have to see what's going on. But I, I will put this out there. The 49ers seem to prefer Greenlaw. You remember last year down the stretch, Greenlaw was getting all those snaps, not as ease whenever Greenlaw was healthy. Um, to start the season, it was Greenlaw. And so, again, you know, it's you kind of take that for what you want. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. They're both incredible. Um, so, anyway, here we go. Seahawks at home for Niners Rush homecoming event. Please say yes. Um, yeah, we're going to figure some stuff out for You're talking about, yeah, 10-3. Um, again, I'll, I'll throw this up there, the schedule that we got. Um, you know, if you look at 10-3, that's against the Rams game. And then, um, I, I think that's what you were talking about there. And then the Seahawks, we got the 15th. We'll be there for that Seahawks game. So we're going to be there for that one. Uh, so that's there. So anyway, uh, this has been fun. This has been a good trip, man. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, jumping in there, hearing from the players, hearing from the DC about Trey, what that looks like. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. Again, we're posting everything tonight on 49ers Rush Road Trip for that Chicago trip. That's going to be incredible. Trey Lance versus Justin Fields week one. Are you freaking kidding me? Ah, I'm so excited. So excited. And again, Patreon, head over there. I'm about to go post that. Uh, Dark West Denard video breakdown. I think it's about 20 minutes. Um, gave a really good look. So if you want to know who our starting nickel is going to be against Cooper Cup, you kind of get to see it. And it kind of makes sense why the 49ers kind of fell with it, fell in love with them. So anyway, appreciate you guys. Thank you as always. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.